What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Ride Share Rodeo Gig News and Interviews. I'm your host, Steve. Let's get it on. Welcome everybody to the Ride Share Rodeo Roundtable and John made it just in time. I said if we start with the intro, John will make it in time. But this week, um, we're joined by Kim's Side Money Plans. And on that side of Kim, we got Tom Kelly uh, from Truckers Podcast. Right below me, got John Dash Theory TV, Dash Theory TV. And right next to him, got uh, Cheyenne, Gig Work Mama. And then we also have back this week, uh, Mr. Middleton. Gary's back. Yeah. And as you could see, I was leaving some nice comments about him. But <laughs> we all know Steve missed me. We do. He was crying, sending me texts every other day. You know, I said, "Calm down, it'll be all right." Yeah, yeah. yeah the presence that can't be replaced. Yeah, and I saw a comment that I just needed to address right before we got into this. Anyway, uh, from Gigwise, Tim, don't worry, it's not. We'll make it okay, dude. <laughs> he sees DoorDash and he's like, "Damn it." If we had it's, if we had three more people, we could have played Hollywood Squares tonight. <laughs> I don't know how to play Hollywood Squares. Do you? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember, I don't that, remember how that either. one goes. You'll have to watch. I would have to episode. actually watch it. Yeah. Um. But uh, how's everybody doing? How's everybody? I, Cheyenne, you don't have Thanksgiving, but how was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have thanksgiving right, but it was good it was a busy uh it was a busy weekend it's uh track time so almost every weekend there's track meets and it's both children now so right, always busy here so 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 okay. volumes up on the apps oh no i mean always busy with track oh. i actually did not work this weekend because <laughs> okay. it was so busy okay. with track um and then uh Gary, what have you been up to? Gary got moved. Gary got a house. I did. Yeah. No, I'm no longer homeless, living in a van by the river, as Steve likes to put it. <laughs> right. Where Where are you now? I'm still same area. It's It's like Palm Bay, Melbourne area. But I, I'm in Palm Bay. I was previously in Melbourne, so okay. it's like it's like t- ten minutes. I mean, it's like you know Aurora to whatever's next to Aurora. It, it's no difference really. So. And then, John, I, I saw you just, I literally just saw it as I was logging on that you, I mean, it must have just been within the last hour or two that you just dropped a, a video on Spark. So maybe we'll touch on that tonight, too. Just did. Yes, just literally. I mean, I didn't get to watch yeah. it yet, but I'm guessing that because I think it, I don't remember what the title was, but something like some cha- changes or something. Uh, just about update on Spark pay and uh, how it's changed since from last year to this year. I think most spark yeah. drivers know it, but I think just putting it all in front of everybody all at once and uh, breaking it down. And then Tom Kelly's here with us tonight. Always good to have Tom. Tom, what have you been up to? Oh, nothing but trouble. Really? Trying to stay out of trouble. <laughs> which which I, is I'm never. I'm curious the kind never. of trouble Tom gets in. Because I'm also not shocked. I mean, 
seems like he could get in trouble, but I don't think he does. I'm not worried. Never, never. Um, never. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, and then Kim, I know last night you guys were talking about this too. Um, And, you know, one of the things about the DoorDash conversation, so it won't be just to DoorDash. It's really kind of just a conversation about gig economy, really. Um, But one of the things that was going by me is that, yeah, it, it, it definitely ebbs and flows. But mm-hmm. one thing that does concern me a little bit is no b- portable benefits not being in place and things like this. In the long run, if you're older and doing this, there are some other things you need to think about. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't just live week to week because you, if you're older and kind of doing this as your thing now, like you need to look ahead of time. Too. Oh, wait just a damn minute. I resemble that remark. well don't wouldn't you agree tom that you need to you know i mean you can't just think week to week at a certain point i mean even if younger you should be thinking about it because live for today bro don't worry about tomorrow i mean your your bills disappear when you you die die, man man. live it all up now (laughs) they don't really disappear when you die you don't have to worry about them anymore that would be cool Death yeah. dash. That's, a, that's a, like another good handle for somebody. <laughs> yeah. I don't know like if, if a dasher dies in the city, it surges. Everybody gets an additional dollar in order that night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like a hundred games of DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do um, chat GPT and ask him for a script on that movie? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> but I really kind of wanted, I mean, some of the things like Instacart's doing this too. Um, I did a thing last week on it on alcohol and I was looking up into the different states and like, I know we talked about it and Kim, you said that, yeah, but it says here you can do it yet. Like you could, you could Google it and see that you can do it, but you're not insured. Um, There's a lot of things going on in the app that people are not trained on about. They don't know that they're not insured for alcohol because DoorDash is doesn't mean that carries over to you. That's a that's a fact. You have to look into your state's laws and see what you need to carry to be able to sell alcohol. In my state, you need you need to have the certifications. You cannot do it without. DoorDash does not tell you that. They will let you work it. They will let you deliver alcohol, and yet it's not legal. You could get in a lot of trouble. So, um, if you if you don't work at a bar, you can still take the tip certification class, but you have to pay like I don't know it's something nominal. It's like seventy five dollars a year to stay tip certified, but you must be tip certified to do this. So you got it. You guys, I mean, this is just my state. Make sure you look at your state if you're doing alcohol delivery. Yeah, but these are just some of the, these are just some of the pitfalls I'm, I'm seeing with, with, I mean, just some of what 2023 brought about, you know, um, one of the biggest things the legislation's going after oddly is the, um, AR, like even states that aren't pushing other things are, are demanding a full removal of AR. Even the psychological part, not not just levels. Like with DoorDash, they've had it. And these multi-levels, that's just it it whether you're using Barella IRS, whatever you're using, it doesn't pass an independent contractor test to have an acceptance rate. So that in no way should that be any factor at all. And it can't be. And it's a it's an issue in every state. That that one's an issue in every state right now. Um but, there, so we'll there's see. There's not I mean, a test out there that passes independent contractors. Well, that's but even that's, true. Independent contractors don't pass these tests. No, Barella, Barella, and 
I mean, a, a traditional independent contractor can pass the Borella or the IRS test. It's just like ABC or ABC plus or any of those. Yeah, you can't pass those. If you get legislation like that, you're screwed because yes, we, we already know this. AB5 put out a ton of people out of business. I, I did a thing with Karen Anderson Tuesday. It's three hours long. We talked about the reality of AB5. Yeah, we know. Three hours. Man. <laughs> no, it had been a minute though, Tom. And it was like, it was one of the better pieces really it from, was, from it was Karen. Cool. You know, I credit Karen on this, not me. No, she did good. Putting up her finger. All right, stop again. <laughs> That's what I told her in the in the beginning. I said, I said I'll stop it every time after Vina speaks, and then you can bring us up to speed. And she's like, Well, what if I need to like interrupt? And like, Well, just give me the finger. And she's like, Like, <laughs> I'm like, No, 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 no. Just like give me a finger. And and then every time I started, I'd get it playing. She was like, Like. 10 seconds in. I'm like, we're not getting anywhere. <laughs> That's like, wrong. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a very informative piece, you guys. Um, go check it out because if you, I mean, even if you don't have AB5 coming, there are things coming to a lot of states. And there, if not, there's still a lot of anger and disruption and things that they're going to demand of the apps in the next year. And it's, in my opinion, it's fine. I just don't like the fact that every state's writing legislation to an undefined space. Because like Gary was saying, like, I mean, like, where are these lines? Well, you know, like independent contractor, we've said this a million times, but needs to be a separate. Traditional ICs need to be somewhat dubbed differently than hybrid app-based platform workers. That cannot be the same thing. The flexibility is there and you can turn them on whenever you want, but it is not the same thing as, as being self-employed or a freelancer or, you know, owning a business. Like these are different worlds. It's and, 100%. Yeah. I mean, it just needs a different definition. Give it a different definition and then let the states work off that. I'm That's one of my biggest concerns is that it's not defined and all the states are writing legislation for this undefined space. And that's how AB5 happened and killed all these careers in California. So it's, you know, it's not. Well, I think it's interesting that the states aren't trying harder to to define it as something separate in themselves or that they're trying to, you know, bundle this all under other stuff. That's just weird to me that they're not thinking that much forward. Yeah, I mean, but they're not, you know, and I, I like today I saw something <laughs> like I, I found this, you know, first of all, we all. I think that we said that we'd do this in a couple of weeks. I was throwing it by Kim. Um, like a, a our fa our top three apps and our worst or top one app and worst app or top two, worst two, whatever of the year. I'm gonna give my number one. I mean, it's not tonight, but I'm gonna for sure. It's no should be no surprise. I'm giving it to Rody, hands down. Worst app out there, just the most ridiculous pay. And then I see things like um roadie like i'll see i always see the best buy ones on roadie those are some of the worst too you're delivering like 10 tvs for like 40 bucks it's going to take you three hours on a route i mean it's like the pay is ridiculous and then chris christopher taylor had mentioned um in something to me that uh he was like i'm getting a bunch of shipped best buys right now it's like best buy is like the plague of the apps if you see a best buy offer if it's not sprinkled with some shipped like bonus or something like it's not gonna be worth it 
But I just saw this thing today that DoorDash adds Best Buy to on-demand delivery platform. It's like hot potato. It's like everybody wants, doesn't want. Uh, But but DoorDash is a shop and pay. I did one the other day and it was actually a really good one. Like it was just a pair of um, beats and, uh, you know, the headphone beats and, it was, I think it paid me like $16 to go like two miles. And I literally just needed to go to the counter. It was behind the counter. I paid for it and I was out the door. Um, it was really easy and not like any of the other apps that you actually have to go and pit, just pick up an order and go. You actually have to shop. And then I was on like the actual customer app today for DoorDash. They're actually offering in my area, I don't know if it's everywhere. $25 off of $55 um, just by using DoorDash. Like that's a pretty substantial savings during this time of year for a holiday. Yeah. I thought Tom was going to say something, but. I know he had his finger up and I, I was waiting on it because he had his <laughs> finger up. <laughs> yeah. So I was wondering about this though, guys, and, and just struck me as weird that they announced this the Wednesday after Thanksgiving instead of the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Why would you not have this ready to go for Black Friday, Cyber Monday? Well, why wait till? Probably to make the other companies look like such a failure. Failure. That's why I was going to ask him too. Like, where, where did your pay come from? Was it tip or was it a big base pay? It was both. It was kind See, of that's like That's a concern of mine because I feel like it's DoorDash saying, here's some really good pay. Go get this done. And like, they might even be paying out of pocket losing a little on it to get it done quickly to show Best Buy we can handle this because for whatever reason people just drop the ball with Best Buy and they can't handle that load I don't care whether it's DoorDash right but I'm saying but I'm saying like right but I'm saying over time it'll be one of those we just introduced this and now let's bring it down switch kind of thing yeah yeah Yeah. then just don't take them yeah right but I feel like they're just doing it to get the clout with Best Buy we can handle this because nobody really can handle it people won't take the roadies because even the people who pick up the trash are like I won't even take those though not a chance yeah mine was actually to answer Tom's question the one that I did was actually before Thanksgiving I think it was like the weekend before Thanksgiving they just didn't I guess publicly announce it it just popped in my phone and I'm like oh when did DoorDash start doing um Best Buy. And of course, curiosity got me and I had to do it because I wanted to see what it was. And it was just a regular shop and pay. It was easy. It's just from my perspective, if I was managing this thing, I I want to make the biggest splash I can possibly make. And that's not the Wednesday after Thanksgiving. I'm going to announce it 10 days before Thanksgiving or the Wednesday before Thanksgiving or sometime when people are going to see this and go, you know, I don't have to stand in line overnight at Best Buy. I could order DoorDash and have them pick it up tomorrow. You know? But it could it could be that uh, Best Buy wouldn't allow it because yeah. of Black yeah. Friday. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Or like like to point, I mean, or to just say the other way too. Like Kim said, she did it last week before, so it was already happening. They just but they did they waited till after Thanksgiving to make it news. Yeah, yeah we talk about their news cycle all the time. I mean. You weren't here last week, Gary, but we were talking about how they've literally launched a campaign four times and and on different years even. This isn't like in like adjacent months. Four different years they've launched Uber Connect. <laughs> hey, we got this new thing. No, that's not new. 
We watched that not work three to- three years in a row, and you even called it the same damn thing. <laughs> you didn't even like get it. Like, hey, should we call this something different so they we can trick them? No, people forgot, right? <laughs> right. The creative team's like, oh, just keep it. <laughs> but, but but that's the new thing now. If you if you want something to be new, you just call it new. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you guys heard about this very new app, but it's called Driver's Utility Helper. Yeah, yeah. just rolled out. Yeah, I'll just go yeah. get it. The brand new. Yeah, brand new. <laughs> just, you got to update everything. That's right, new and updated. Two point Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know, and like I see Cody just put up a comment too, like AKA. Um, low-key drug dealing well that's no joke and it was again it goes to like the doordash alcohol thing i think there's a lot of people out there doing work that they think that they're covered for because they think and i get i get this but this was what really makes me mad as a true i see is that there's people out there doing work who you know are like well it must it must be legal because it's on the app i mean that's a good assumption right you would think that you would well, think my, how my how, how can I be doing this if I'm not covered? Well, I mean, technically, any, everything we do on the app is illegal. Everything. Well, but that's like, why I'm saying it. But it might really be time because though because insurance rates have come down enough where you don't have to get the out of the the you know this box. You have to get all these perks you don't need. They've kind of tailored something to the gig app platforms where it's it's affordable. Yeah, I mean, my I, I pay extra for the rideshare coverage or whatever they call it. You yeah. know, it's like twelve bucks a month. It's nothing. I mean, it depends. It, there's all a you lot have of to say is I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't always work. You actually can't do that. <laughs> well, that's that's see, the, and therein lies my point, though, John. Like with alcohol, we already know. First of all, they're not. They don't have you insured. Your insurance doesn't have you insured to be out there. Like here in Colorado, if I were to say it, if I'm not tip certified and I'm delivering alcohol and I somewhat and I serve to a minor, say, or somehow I'm like a kid got an adult to come over and then they had a party and it was like a high schooler party and one of them was drinking and died driving home that night or something. Do you know that's all going to fall on me? Like DoorDash doesn't have it. And my insurance is going to walk away from me like nobody's business. So that's why I say to you guys, really be like, not only make sure you're covered properly, but when you find out what it's going to take to get covered properly, make even see if it's worth doing those orders. That's my opinion. I I disagree to a certain extent, Steve, because they don't want, they don't want blood out of that turnip. They're going to go for the, for the money. You're nothing. They can't get enough money out of you. What do you mean? If you liquidate everything, right? But they, well, right? But right? But we've seen this happen a million times, and the, and and everybody always says they'll go after DoorDash, not you. But you know what? They never can go after DoorDash. They always settle with them. I mean, but they always just—if it gets—I don't know—it somehow always gets kicked out. Look at what happened to the driver, the Uber driver from Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, we watched that court case get moved out of John's, um, out of out of Maricopa County into the adjacent county. So that it could get a uber biased trial, and then they dumped the whole thing on that lady who was making twenty bucks an hour. How did that finish up? What was the end story on that? We just we just saw the end. What was it? We talked about that a few I months ago. I think the ago. lady got like uh, she ended up. So I think the company got off basically, and uh, the lady was yeah. facing like um, some charge, 
Right. And uh, I don't remember how exactly her. Right. It was all her uh, through court. That's what the evil story was. It's like the last but at the end of the day, years, and her life, she is spent with with uh, with attorneys that right. she can't afford. It, it says here that she she pled guilty to one count of endangerment and was sentenced to three years supervised probation with no prison time. So she got less than a slap on her wrist. She got, she got a little but record. But, thing, yeah. but Uber got nothing. Yeah, that, that's that's my point. Like you were saying, actually, like, Uber has way more vehicles flying, you know, now live in Phoenix. If you want to be honest, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you sure Uber didn't settle out of court with the family though? Well, no, that's what I'm. If they did, that's yeah. I mean, if I can't remember that part of it, but I I don't even know. But if they did, look at how they're out of the media and how it was all put. I can't remember her name, but when we were talking when it was happening a couple months ago, we were talking about her name, and I and I remembered her name too, but. Like they've somehow branded that whole issue like that. If you're really in tune with that world, you would put her as the name that you would account to that story, not Waymo or Uber. Who yeah, should be Uber putting it a lot of court too. They would have made her do like an NDA with the family and probably had something where, you know, the family can't say anything bad about Uber the rest of their life. And I just wonder how a jury doing. comes to the conclusion that this $20 an hour person is is in charge of this autonomous vehicle no matter what was going on with the phone i know it's a big issue and she says she was listening but it's like all the people who drive gig work who are in the chat right now you know you we all watch youtube <laughs> i don't watch it while i'm driving i'm sure a lot of people say they don't but i'm i'm sure some people do maybe i don't know i mean most of america has some form of distracted driving well, you, you know what, though? If you YouTubers would be better and know when I'm going to be working and not streaming during that time, you could help me be safer. <laughs> See, I, I think the fact is that we're podcasting right now. To... But I feel like YouTube, though, has made it so easy that you can just listen. You don't have to yeah. watch on your phone. Like, I know I listen to, I can't even tell you how many YouTube videos. I don't watch it, but I listen to it. And power of airpods yeah well it depends yeah. on the it depends on i think the plan or the phone that you have because if i come off of my youtube screen i don't hear it anymore really yeah well that that's uh iphone thing now oh sorry I have an well, then iphones rock oh. <laughs> now, now if you if you don't hear it in your android anymore then you got to make sure that you have uh was it picture in picture turned on or something like that uh okay so that that way when you minimize it it'll keep playing okay good to know thank you or just you know just leave it on drive don't don't do that don't do that don't do i don't that. drive with you too yeah i just i was looking at josh's comment actually i was too and i'm like what <laughs> i wanted to pin it but i was like that's irresponsible <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he put it in there. Might as well put it up on the screen. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no. oh yeah. You know, it could be a YouTube Premium thing too. I didn't even think about that, Josh. Yeah, so YouTube Premium, yeah. you can do it because my boyfriend I don't has have YouTube, YouTube Premium. premium. You could do that. See, I have YouTube. Well, it, it depends on the video type too, because I know there's certain videos, and it depends on how you how you minimize the video. There's a lot of little nuances. To... Um. So yeah. Uh, I don't know what else what else were you guys talking about DoorDash because I, I'm trying to relate it to like if if you Kim if you were to sum up DoorDash in 2023 
like maybe put it in uh, you can either do it into two halves first half of the year second half or into like quarters if you want this being the fourth quarter obviously like how would you think this year went a roller coaster i feel that's like. e- that's ending on an on a high or is it is it kind of like ebb and flow that goes down more when it goes I down right now we're back up a, a little down. i think we're in a down <laughs> we're in the slope of the hill um still going you know, down yeah i you know i think i would like to say that the rock bottom for me with DoorDash came when they cut base pay. I mean, 75 cents is a lot of money for drivers to lose. I mean, I, I've broken it down a couple of times, even just for, you know, me. I mean, I do a hundred deliveries on an average per week. It's $75 per week. It's $300 per month. It's $3,900 per year. So, and my, I think my biggest grievance with it is they cut base pay, but just because I cut base pay, my I still have bills. My goals don't change just because I cut base pay. So you have to, as a driver, become more creative in how you are gaining your money so you're not spending more time out on the road because I feel like that's what DoorDash is trying to do. Like they're forcing people to stay out longer to make up the money that they're losing. And that's the part I have a hard time with. So I just think this rollout was a mess. And I think that's why we're on a, you know, the slope of <laughs> the hill. <laughs> Tom, when you were, do- when you were doing rideshare, what were you making on average? I know it wasn't like a full-time thing. I know it was just, but like, what were you making on a decent night on average? You know, that's a fair question. I'd have to go back and look. I just don't remember off the top. I mean, of just my... a guess. I mean, if you hit a few hours or what, like, what, what were you making an hour? Uh, I would make a few hundred bucks each day. And I worked mornings. I, I got up at 4.30 and went to a uh, large group of hotels. Uh, got there between 5 and 5.30. And um, from there, I had easy access to the smaller airport here in Houston, the medical center downtown, all that kind of stuff. So I usually had to wait between 10 and 20 minutes. And then I was off and going. I usually didn't stop until about noon. Uh, Well, that's not true. I'd usually catch up with some other drivers for breakfast around 7 or 7.30 while we waited for the uh, uh, things to really kick off. They have a whole lot of flights that land at Houston Hobby between 7.30 and 8 o'clock. So we eat breakfast between 7 and 7.30, make a few hundred bucks, and call it a day. So fair to say 30 plus oh, yeah. an hour. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because I'm just saying, I you know, like even Gary, I was asking you, like, or I was telling him because I was doing that door. To, see, and by the way, guys, if you were somebody, a couple people commented, you can't base it on that two hour window. I'm, I'm not. I'm going to do like a couple a week just to, for the next few weeks. It's not. It's not to make my money. It cannot replace curry. I know this. Like I'm, I was, I was getting better curry offers while I was doing the dash, and that was like middle of the day when normally I don't even get curries too many. And I was, I was, I got like four during that time that I saw nine door dashes. I saw four curries, all that would have made that time better. That DoorDash video was wow. <laughs> that, that's because he's not a real gig worker. <laughs> What do you mean, dude? You know what? I guess here's no, my no, point. You're, you're I, so I adapt. Spoiled. 
You are but so I, but, but I adapt, dude. I get I get up at five in the morning, Gary. But dude, none, of you, guys, none of you guys get up at five in the morning, man. But dude, I get, I, I get up at five in the morning and go pee. I'm just saying, like, or, um, you know, Everybody if I have a long, but if I have a longer pickup, I get up at four forty-five in the morning to make because my first one's at yeah. But but you also stop working before all of us because I'm put in because eight hours a, by noon because you have a good curry market. Yeah, but if you had a good, I guarantee, if you had a good DoorDash market, you would be doing DoorDash. If you had good Uber Eats, you'd be doing. But Uber it's Eats. strange, even you know, even Tony saying you know that if you're not in these top top tier programs, forget it. Like it you're was, not. It, yeah. it, what, if, if you don't have right, the pizza pain. program, you don't have the the LOP program. You don't have priority. You know, yeah, you're not, you're gonna have terrible luck. I told you, yeah, what was it? Yesterday or today? I did well. Yesterday I did 19 DoorDash orders, just DoorDash. Yeah. You know. And and so and that was just between the three hours at lunch and three hours at dinner. So it did end up that Tom, I did a two-hour dash. I don't know if you know this, but I did a two-hour DoorDash, and everybody treated it like, "What's it? this? Is a joke or what? You know, like is, you can't base things on one." I'm like, I'm just trying to get a feel for it. Like I have, I'm doing one tomorrow evening to see what a Friday evening is like because I remember what it used to be. It's not what it used to be. It's not the same. Like the even the amount of orders that you get. Like I I remember that like my <laughs> my rating would drop so quick because the volume of orders was like 10 per minute. They were just all horrible. So I'm like, no, 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 no. So it'd be like we drop a percent, drop a percent. Now it was like I would I didn't get enough to change my percentage. <laughs> you know, so it was like I'm gonna wow. agree with Gary though. Like now with DoorDash, like it's all about their programs. Like if you're if you're not on the large order program, if you're not, you know, in the priority for shop and delivers, if you're not, you know, in the top tier program of priority, like you're like, it's almost like it lessens and lessens and lessens. And then you start to see like some of the orders. I mean, you know, but, but, there's, still, but there's still people see, who are here, like low, low acceptance. Oh, oh, let me, let me say this, Steve. Say they do good. Even your precious curry is the same way. We found that out whenever I came to Denver. Steve has a full screen of offers. I have two whenever I was up there in Denver. We're in the same place. He has a full yeah, screen. You have, I have two. That's a little different, dude. They don't, and we, pro, they don't have a program. It's just they're like. No, they don't have a program that they tell you about. No, they don't have a program that they tell you about. That's the difference. DoorDash says, get this. Uber Eats, Uber says, get this. Lyft says, get this. Curry and Delivered, they just hide it from drivers. That's yeah, like, I what mean, does Uber fair, Eats fair, do? Fair, because it, it's does, tough to get that first curry, too, even once you are accepted. And I, I admit do? that. It's very tough. U- it's Uber very has, tough for me. Okay, for Uber, they got the tier program. You got the platinum, the diamond, blah, blah, blah. The higher tier up you are, the more orders you see first. It's always been that way. They've They've publicly said that. Diamond drivers will see something before a blue driver. Right. So I guess the way to another way to think of it's like, okay, so it's it, all the orders are coming in. The diamond people are going to see them and then they get first shot at it. Then the next level right. and then it all funnels to the bottom. That's why the funnel at the bottom is a lower That's, flow. That is why DoorDash copied that same exact program from Uber. That's why now that they got the East tiers. as well? Yes. Yeah. 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 Interesting. That, so, that's why you have the. But I'm like system. bottom of the bottom with Uber, and my yeah. phone goes oh my, off don't worry. like crazy. <laughs> yeah, but but are they great offers? That's the thing. Uber you, is my number yeah. one app over here. 
Everything I mean, market now there, there does come to a point that, that's like we came to a point. I think it was last year. We was talking about this with Mr. Flex. If your market is busy, tier programs mean nothing. Yeah, they just do. If your right, market right, is right. so, so busy, tier programs mean nothing because there's so many orders. It's going to be flood the market. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a smaller town, you definitely see the impact of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I see it with DoorDash. I don't see it with Uber. But so I I already asked all you guys this. Then let's uh we'll hit on a little bit of spark with John too. But I want to ask Tom this because he wasn't here. So Tom, I don't know if you remember Lou and Mary Long Long Island Dash experience, but I did a thing with them a while back where Lou gave a a really different impression than I've really thought about. I don't know why I didn't either because it's one of those ones that just clicked with me when he said it, it resonated. Um, he was saying that like at this point. And I'm not sure how if you even use these apps ever. Like I've used them only, I can count it on one hand, kind of thing, um, like food delivery. But he was saying how you know we're not we're so out of the pandemic times. We're in a recession, inflation's high. He's like, mo- he he's he was like saying like he thought 80 percent of the people using the food apps can't afford to use them right now. Hence, no tips. Yeah. They bottom line, like they even though they're doing it, they can't afford to. No, they've developed bad habits, bad behaviors, and he his new advice his his channel is about trying to teach you to get show you gig work in his market and whatnot. Lately, he's telling he's saying I think every customer should ditch the apps, get rid of them. You can't afford them. You got to As long as people are lazy and they want the convenience of food brought to their home, it's uh, gig apps are always going to be around and that goes for grocery apps too. As long as people don't want to go out and go shopping for their groceries or, you know, they just don't want to leave the comforts of their own home. We're always going to have gig work because it's always going to exist. Well, he was saying that during, during the pandemic though, we we were getting assistance no matter on what level you weren't, there was times when no matter where you were, even if you were one of the braver people and getting out there, nothing was open. So like these food platforms were almost like a way of enjoyment. I mean, you guys remember when the movies, like premiere movies that would be in a theater were just at home. You could just rent them for 20 bucks and watch them like when they should be in a theater. Um, This was just what was happening. So it was almost like fun to get food too. And you were getting some kind of stimulus, this, that, and the other. So it was like, you weren't doing anything else. His point is that now the fees are up tips are down and he thinks part of it was just that people can't afford this and they just don't even know it yet. Well, if you think about it, well, they know it, but a lot of people are just responsible. Yeah. Okay. They know now, Tom, it, we're still waiting on your answer. Yeah, so I'm still waiting on Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically Kim said most of what I was going to say. So Sorry. She just, with a higher voice, that's all. Sorry, uh, Tom. <laughs> the truth is, since when did people not do what wasn't in their best interest? I mean, <laughs> how many of us ran today, you know, and did our calisthenics before breakfast to burn more fat? And Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Cheyenne, it really did. I, I believe one of you. There's an imposter among us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and we all avoided sugar today and we all, you know, nobody smoked and nobody drank and, you know, we, we all took I, care I of did it. not smoke or drink. Okay. I will say that. All right. Yeah. 
and you did your workout just like you were supposed to. And, you know, you know, we all do things in our, in our best interest and we all do it every day just because it's not in our best interest doesn't stop Americans. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty dumb. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're brave. We're courageous. Yeah. We're right. courageously we're broke. broke. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, since, since, since the, uh, since, Kim's answer was pretty much yours. Then tell me what you think of this, because this was a headline today. So, um, and it's been going on for a few, the last few days. Uber starting in the new year, you can get London famous black cabs on the Uber app. What do you think? I love London black cabs. I love them. What they, do you think about them going through the Uber app, though? I think it's great. Really? Okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Does it matter where you get it from, though? I mean, as long as I guess I, I just wonder. I mean. The, if, Look, if Uber has their hand in it, they're not doing it for free. Yeah, I've been to London. <laughs> so you're charging the person more than it would cost to get the black cab. But but, but does it? London, maybe the question it is, does the black cab make more money? That's who matters. Yeah, I mean, Uber's got to be taking a cut somewhere. That's my question. You're not going to let me answer it. Go ahead. <laughs> I've been to London maybe a dozen times. Okay. Yeah. You walk outside of any hotel, any shopping area, any there's a black cab there. I've never had to wait on one, call for one. In, in they're the city everywhere. They're everywhere. You walk outside and you go, and you kind of snap your hand or whistle or whatever, and they come zipping right up. If you're at a hotel, the uh, you walk outside, and I, you know you could be staying at the Holiday Inn in Mayfield, Mayfair. You know, and there's yeah. a guy outside with a whistle who's going to toot his little whistle and the cab pulls right, right up and off you go. Yeah, they're, they're, those, they're those, guys, those guys are trained like longer than college, you guys. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I think I've heard that snapping and whistling is too aggressive in this generation. Uh, not, not for them. <laughs> uh, they have what they call the knowledge. Okay. And the, the knowledge means they know every single back alley, every single way to get to everywhere, what to do when there's traffic. I mean, these guys, and they've measured, you know, areas of their brains that are more active than other people because they, you know, they don't need any GPS or any of that kind of stuff. They have, quote unquote, the knowledge. And you can look this up, you know, it's not a secret or watch, you know, YouTube videos about it or whatever, but the knowledge is, and these guys take a lot of pride in it. If you want to see, if you want to get, you know how he really upset a cabbie in London? <laughs> Overtipped him. Overtipped him. Like, oh wait, a cabbie or a black a black cab? Because there's a black both. Cab. A black cab. Okay, g- 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 give him ten pounds. Okay, he was, he, he, <laughs> ten pounds. <laughs> the money. They, they'll come out of the cab. Because they find that disrespectful. But wouldn't like they understand that's our culture and that's our way of appreciation? They don't see it that way. They, 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 they think that that's being nasty. That's being rude. Who do you think I am? I work for a living. I mean, I'm, you, know, I'm, you know, a pound or two, fine. But you don't, don't, don't treat me like I'm some kind of pauper. Who do you think I am? Is it like a pride thing? I, I, yeah. I thought you'd like my tip, man. Here's 100 oh, pounds. No, I mean... Okay. Uh, they've come right out. I mean, out of you the put cabin. it back in your wallet, and you go, "I'm sorry, you're so woke." 
<laughs> look, you know, they, they, I'm talking 20, 25 years of going over there and seeing these guys. I mean, they take pride in what they do. Yeah, they do. And you know what? The other thing that they've always had, and you may not know this if you've never ridden a black cab in in in, uh, in London, they have little two-way speakers between the driver and the back seat. So you can sit there and talk like this, and they hear every word you're saying. <laughs> okay. so you can they don't look that big to begin with, though. How are they not hearing you oh, anyway? They're, they're, pretty, they're pretty big. Hmm. Pretty big. There's a pretty big distance. I mean, Steve, the only way we can solve this issue is we got to go to London now and take a black cab. Yeah. I mean, it's in, the, in the name of research. And then yeah. Lay over and record and it on YouTube so that it makes sense. <laughs> and, and then I'm going to let you tip them the 100 pounds or 126 USD, and I'm going to watch him punch you in the face. That's yeah, right. dude, be recording on TikTok, too. I'm sure they love that. Like, do the, the works, man. Oh, yeah. Really piss them off. <laughs> no, you, you know, I've not been in there. I've not been over there in the last six years, so I don't know what kind of influence and driver change i hear it's different now but i haven't been over there myself in the well, last that, that's 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 gonna be my question too tom when was the last time you went because i know like like tipping in australia it's not, it's not normally a thing but since the gig apps have came out tipping is becoming a thing there now yeah and it might be you know there might be a completely different attitude and certainly you know the announcement this week you know they're gonna have to understand that you know, in the Uber culture, that's part of what that's what you should do. Most people do. Come on, most people throw on a tip of some kind. They're just gonna have to understand that's part of it. You know, but yeah. I don't know where the, I don't know where their heads are at this point. So but I mean, I, like the very, difference too is fantastic. like like what you're saying, Tom. The di- the dif- difference too is that these black cab operators or owners or however that works, they obviously the set price is enough that makes it work for them. And that's worked for many generate decades. That, but I'm saying like, if they're turning down tips, they, they live well on whatever. The other thing with Uber too, they're going to tip them after the ride, you know, in the app. So they're not going to see it until later. They're not going to be able to confront them. Well, maybe Uber just is like, since you guys don't want it, we'll just keep it. (laughs) The friendlier version. We'll just keep it. Yeah. <laughs> um but what when you're ready for the next topic i got a topic i wanted to bring up okay bring it up who who are tony andy and stanley tony and andy are uh doordash ceo and cto and stanley is the coo yeah, I was gonna say I was I was thinking CFO, but yeah, CO. Yeah, and and he's doing. So uh, last night, a friend of mine uh, was on um, YouTube TV, uh, had about fifteen thousand viewers, playing poker with Stanley. Hmm. Stanley's net worth as of this moment is one point five billion dollars. The hmm. buy-in for this particular game was $100,000 just to sit down at the table, $100,000. And by, uh, they played for five hours at the end of five hours. My friend was up by 84,000. Stanley was up by 54,000. One guy was down by 400,000. 
How was the fish? Uh, so this is what so Stanley, if you go to Hustler Poker TV or Hustler Poker YouTube or whatever it's called, uh, you can see Stanley, one of the three fa- founders of DoorDash, three or four nights a week out there playing poker for per sit-down. That just adds insult to injury. I know, doesn't it? Base pay under a dollar. There goes our base pay. He's he's playing $100,000 hands. I mean, it makes sense now. The CFO has a gambling problem. Of course, that's where your money's going. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. Wasn't Stanley the one who was doing those... um, he was testing the not the rides, but he was do he was going out and working in the field. What was that yeah, called Stan, for DoorDash? Yeah, Wasn't he the one yeah. who was in the news for that? Yeah, Stan is Stanley. Uh, it was Tony who was going out and doing the rides. No, it was another one of them too. And he was saying that he prides himself that he goes out at least once a month, and you know sometimes Tony comes with him, and you know they really you know go at it. I'm like. <laughs> They really go at it. What well, they're, like, they're, assigned, they're, assigned, they're assigned route of millionaires. <laughs> I mean, we know that he's not like getting, he's not getting the orders I see. No. <laughs> and if you guys were watching that live stream, you know, that was brutal. It was brutal. But I will say this about it. I didn't, I didn't say this earlier in that two hours or in that hour 40, I was only active 36 minutes. It said at the end, it doesn't make it okay. But in that time, I made $36. And if you remember at the very end, I didn't have my red card on me, but a, a last order had come through like the PetSmart and it was one item. I go to that PetSmart all the time and it was like two miles and it was going to pay well. So it still wouldn't end up good because I do the whole time. I don't do how long was I actually dashing. I do how long was I working. So the problem with that is that when you start doing that, you get the real earnings and they were pathetic. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I put up a, I put up a thing and Gary, Gary didn't like it cause he didn't think it was true, but I put up a poll and I know it only got like a hundred votes or whatever it had, but it was like, where, what are you earning right now? Pre expenses. And I had like 17 or less. I had, you know, um, 18 to 21, maybe 21 to 26 and then 27 plus or something. And it was all pretty stacked evenly, but the biggest one was 17 or less. But but that's the reason why I hate it is because most of people don't even know how to calculate their expenses. But I said before, like just whatever you take right. in the day. And, and so, but, but, but even though you do that, they're all automatically selecting the lowest amount. All, always. They see, they see those polls, they select the lowest amount. I, I don't know why it is. They just do. <laughs> they try and wreck the polls. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I guess it's just how it is. That's, that's why we have polls out there that say that we're making, you know, what was it? $9 an hour after expenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. $9 an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. so there, there, there's where your money's going. That's my buddy. Uh, Penzoil Don. So, so our money's going to your buddy. Losing his head and <laughs> losing it. Oh yeah. So Stan, go to Stanley. Stanley's giving it to him. 
And he's not giving it back to us. Yeah. <laughs> there needs to be a stream of the DoorDash stock ticker while he's playing <laughs> and where base pays at. Yeah. Nationwide. <laughs> of the doomsday clock. But John, as we uh, winded, I was hoping to get this. I, guys, I had a, I was waiting for this really weird piece of news, but I, I was waiting for a text. If the person that was going to send me that uh, could, if you're hearing this, please do. But um, John, you want to wrap this out tonight with uh, some spark? Maybe we'll let. Maybe let's talk about your video a little bit and see what what conversation that sparks too. Sparks, no pun intended. But. Um, because yeah, I'm just wondering where earnings are at on the different apps right now. I don't do Spark anymore, so or I'm not even. I never got on. So, I mean, when it comes to Spark, I mean, for me and my market, uh, the biggest thing is for pretty much whatever platform I'm on, the mileage is going to be similar. But when it comes to when I'm looking at what app I'm going to use, I'm going to go look with whatever gives me the biggest orders. And right now, that's still consistently Spark for me. Although it's not as big as it was last year, I think last year, you know, seeing $25, $40, $50 orders more consistently, and those are uh, few and far between nowadays. But, uh, yeah. yeah, they also got triple stack orders nowadays. Um, so, you know, if you're not getting paid well for those orders, then uh, that's going to be a lot of work for a little bit of money, so. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about tonight about their banking methods and how I, I didn't even know this about Spark, honestly, until I heard it, that they make you bank through whoever it is. And then it's changed recently, but that they were making you do your banking through this. That's yeah, kind of weird. That, to use not really own, making you do your banking. Party. I mean, they have a, that's their payment process. Yeah, that's their, it's their payroll. And then you right after it hits, you can just transfer it to your own bank account. But no you have fee. to have an account with that bank, right? Well, no, it's it's kind of like a Dasher Direct card type thing. Yeah, okay. where, where it goes right to the, yeah, the card, yeah. and then you you send it right to your bank. That's a third party between because it's like Mr. Yeah, Spark that's what I'm saying. Really hold your money. Right, right, right. I'm just but, saying. But I mean, all the apps pretty much do that. I mean, no, I know. I mean, Uber and DoorDash kind of sell it up as an out of box service. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> you want this? It's something like, they all do. I mean. <laughs> I do i want spark my money yeah i want my money man <laughs> give me the spark damn dash is, of direct card spark is a little bit up in my market i'm not saying it's like fantastic and great but it has been a little bit up in my market lately yeah my you know my biggest concern i don't know if you you noticed kim when you were watching but my biggest concern was that when i did that DoorDash, it wasn't so much even about the dash I was learning, I was just watching how few people were out in general. Like even people that traffic the, these places every day at lunch, the volume was just way down. Like who's going out to eat? I'm not just talking about delivery drivers. Like these are places that are usually very crowded at lunch. Well, it's a known fact at this point that people like the volume of DoorDash is down, right? So that's a little bit of the oversaturation. Well, a lot of the oversaturation we're seeing, supply and demand, the supply is way down. And DoorDash has even said that people aren't ordering and they're not getting a lot of orders. But then you have, especially this time of year when people are trying to get money for the holidays and you have more part-time people coming in trying to get their extra cash, like the supply and demand is just not even there and i think that's what we're seeing right now until hopefully in the next couple of weeks it starts 
to pick up a little bit because people are going to start, you know, investing in the holidays. So, I, you know, I think your your point is valid that you're probably not seeing a lot because people just aren't ordering, period. There's more yeah, supply yeah. than there is demand. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's so I think we're seeing, you know, the things are more expensive and people don't have more money. So they're just buying less things and buying less things means less orders. And so that's the, uh, yeah. You know, you know, my favorite time to be a gig worker. January. Nope. Taxes. (laughs) Tax season. When everybody realizes that they have to pay taxes on gig work. (laughs) Well, hopefully you guys are using some kind of tracking, whatever it is, something not even going to, I mean, hopefully you're doing your taxes properly is what I'm saying. Hopefully you're, you're not claiming too much expense, but you're, you are claiming what you should. I'll tell you part of the Massachusetts legislation is almost says that we don't trust you. You, you lying scumbag gig workers. So we're going to like, we're not going to, it's like, they're trying to like demote your miles too. somehow they're going to pay. I don't even understand this. They're going to pay you like 28 cents. And then you can write off another 30 cents, but you should be able to get 65 cents, but they're only going to let you get 53 total. It's it's like a complicated, nobody will do it. Complicated stuff there. It's basically like they're just saying bullshit. You put that many miles on. We don't believe you. But we don't want to. I mean, we can't audit everybody, so this is going to be a rule. But isn't it? A, isn't the 65 cents a federal thing? Like it doesn't. Yeah, the but the state's in on it too, so they could just pull out of their portion. Oh, the state tax. Yeah, I thought you meant yeah. federal too. I'm like, how does that even work? Mm. Well, so uh, it's just it's just weird to me. It's it, they really don't trust that we do our taxes correctly. I'll just say that. Well, it's because a lot of us don't. <laughs> well, a lot of people don't do their. Taxes yeah, but it's correctly. not just gig workers. A lot of people don't in general. Yeah, they make it so darn complicated. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do. I would think it's pretty evenly spread. In fact, so Steve, are we just uh, are we are we just on for one hour tonight or two? One. No, just one. Oh, that's good. I thought we were on, on. Okay, so next time, I want to ask you, maybe you can tell me between now and next time, uh, as you talk to some of the different people who you talk to, There, are, I have learned about this whole area of gig work where people essentially pay where they work to work there. Well, oddly, the contracts for the apps say that we are we are paying to use the service Uber. Right. So, so I'm wondering from people um, like Karen or whoever, where's where's the law? What are the laws around that as far as how AB five and those kinds of things would be applied to a place where you're paying to work there? Well, are so, they paying? Are they paying to work there, or are they paying to use the technology to connect with other people? To, they're paying to work there. I'll give you an example. If you are a dealer at a poker house in Texas, you typically pay ten percent of the tips that you make back to the house to work there. So it's so some type of like a rental make, or space fee or some type of. No, it's like you, a musician you, paying for their chair or their, their rental over their chair to. That's what it kind of reminds me of. Yeah. yeah. So, so at the end of the night, and I know this because I'm the guy who collects the money. At the end of the night, they walk up to me and they hand me five hundred dollars in chips, and I give them four hundred and fifty dollars in cash. The house keeps ten percent. 
that's how they get paid every night. That's interesting. Okay. So well, it's the same thing for the server. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, well, okay. So, but in like, I'm going to apply to rideshare. In the rideshare instance, you wouldn't be able to because you wouldn't pass the B prong because you're doing the same business as the business itself. But you're not, but the business themselves aren't paying you. Nobody's paying you, but the the people who are sitting, the people sitting there in the seats. But you are, can't be in the same, dude. That's how that's how bad the test is. You can't be in the same line of work as not, the, the not, everyday business of the business. They're not employees. So they're basically the 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 house is essentially taking an exchange fee for exchanging chips into cash. Well, I, I was going to say we we do the exact same thing as gig workers. Technically, it is gig work. Well, no, no, I'm saying technically, as far as we go, we do the same thing. Yeah, we we get paid from the customer, and then Uber, for example, takes out their cut. Mm-hmm. whatever the percentage and then they pass along the remaining amount to us that's the same thing and i think so too but that to me that is you know at these poker houses it's much more clear cut okay they walk up and they say okay you know i've been handed 450 dollars in chips tonight or 500 dollars in chips tonight here and they hand me their chips I count their chips. Say that, that you're right. That's five hundred. Here's four hundred and fifty in cash. I'm keeping fifty dollars, giving it to the house. I I, so, I think some. I'll ask Karen for sure, but I think somewhere in there you're going to get tripped up with a with AB five and the ABC test. But but there's no money that's being exchanged between the house and the dealer. I mean, it, I'm not. But you, you still need to prove your line of work. But, but you're still collecting the money and paying them. I, I'm just picking up chips and giving them less. But less it's the same money. thing, though. You're collecting the money and then paying them back minus your fee. It, it's kind of like a dirty laundry. Okay, I'm not disagreeing about whether or not it's dirty or whatever. But the thing is, there are a few places where you can come to work at eight o'clock and leave at 2 a.m. and make $450 in cash and not do anything that's, you know, pushing drugs or something like that. And by the way, you you get a 30 minute break every hour and a half. And you get to keep your clothes on. And you get to keep your clothes on. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm sure, I mean, there's not a lot of jobs out there like that. And I'm just trying to, I'm I'm wondering how laws like AB five would play into something where there's no and oh and the records, for instance, one of the guy his real name isn't. I, I'm not going to tell you what his real name is. His nickname's Hawaii. We call him Five O. That's the only record that he's ever been there. Is five dash O five hundred dollars. Fifty dollars, four fifty in his initials. Uh, okay, I got a, I got a question. I got a very important question for you. Uh huh. So Juan, far, I'm feeling like Juan, this is, is a... there a secret knock to get in this place? <laughs> and is there guys that talk with an Italian accent to come collect the money from you? I already showed you a picture of the guy with baseball bats. 
Yeah. Let me see if you picture of the guy going to place. It, it, a little it, pat it, down it, on the way in. It definitely sounds like a mafia setup here. I was going to say it, re, it reminds me of that dude who's in this who's in court right now for the dig, for the cryptocurrency. It, it's a it's a casino, I would assume. There's hundreds of poker houses all over Texas, and this is the way all of them run. The only question is, are they taking eight, ten, or fifteen percent? Do they have the legal day? business license from the state of Texas? Because if not, well, how then, does the then accounting work for this? It doesn't. Yeah, no, they have a business license in the city, the, the city of Houston. They're a nonprofit. You know, well, I'm sure they have a business license, but what, what about like accounting? Like my accountant mind is just going crazy right now. That like, uh-huh. how do they? Oh, that's a we're gonna have that's a different just that's a full that's an episode, that's an episode called cookbooks. <laughs> yeah. That's a lined pockets. But uh, in season six of the Sopranos. <laughs> I think there's an um, episode about that, maybe. Yeah, I mean, all I was seeing just was like dirty, nasty underground organizations as you described that, but I would need to see more, I guess. I don't that's know. Very, very nice place. It's right out there on the main strip, you know, it's um, you know, nestled in between the uh, Brazilian restaurant and the Japanese no restaurant. Yeah. Appreciate you. I'm sure it's nice and all, but you know, what, what's their revenue uh, when they do their taxes? Zero dollars? They're not. wasn't actually there. Five hundred one c three. Different conversation. <laughs> we have that conversation too. So we'll save that for next time. Is, is talking about gig work that is. Different. That is not gig work. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that, that is a 1099 independent. The first thing I was trying to relate it to was the sugarcoat the crab out of this organized crime. Well, the first thing I was trying to equate it to was Winolo. I was just trying to find a way to equate it to at least that. Like, how, how, because that app is different. That yeah. app is like temporary work. Right. Sounds like an episode of. So, I, so, yeah, I so here's the thing. The I'm putting this exist. out there. I'm putting this out there ahead of time. If anybody ever gets a picture of Tom being raided in a poker house, I will pay you a hundred dollars for it. <laughs> and then, but we also, how would you? How are you getting that picture? Why would you just be asking for a hundred if you have that kind It'd of level access and you're doing it? Like, okay, I'll go do it. Like, you know. Um, but hey, I did text the person, and I do have the official go to say this. So, in the in in about an hour, this is as of today, because um, I saw it earlier, and I was like, no way, this is ridiculous. But in an hour, and Tom, you know the Sacramento Bee, right? Hell yeah! In an hour, they will be dropping the article from today: legendary discovery, Bigfoot's Bigfoot's existence verified in Northern California. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> no, but Tom, Tom, you know the Sacramento Bee is a legitimate. I mean, they are, but I mean, you yep. might not like everything they say, but they're legitimate. This is weird. I'd seen this okay. other places, and it's coming out. It's dropping in an hour. Okay. Isn't there like a show chasing Bigfoot or something like that that was on like a couple of years ago where they went into there, the woods? Like, wasn't there? Wasn't and, there like an actual show even... like that? They didn't even go to one section of Northern California. They went to multiple states. Like, and one was in New Jersey that I do know. Yeah, but... yeah like I thought it was like, like an episode of Scooby Doo. I don't know. It's a it's a very real article, guys. Just because he's blurry doesn't mean he's not real. 
Well, hey, you know, Steve, and and this this is going to come out on the uh, uh, Houston Post defunct for about seven years now, but the Houston Post is reporting later tonight that UFOs do indeed. Hey, Tom's having Tom's having audio problems, but get this, guys. I'm just kidding. That article is not coming out. By the way, this will be used if everybody on the panel agrees. This that little minute and a half segment where I said that will be used in Tremaine Hayhoe's upcoming movie about Bigfoot. Okay, good. <laughs> I need everybody's permission though, because he will have you in the credits. Good. Um, he's out there listening, so he knew I was going to pull this at the end. Um, it's more for the facial reaction. I think we're all like, what? I was like, what? We're, we all like, that's the dumbest shit we've heard all the time. Like, oh, what does that have to do with Dory? <laughs> was it like so, a dasher caught him while he was ordering and delivering his KFC? He was yeah. like, oh, damn it. Next thing so, you know, Santa Claus, there'll be an article about Santa Claus being real tomorrow. You got this program brought to you by Hey Ho Studios. That's Hey Ho Studios right here on YouTube. Be sure to check out all of their movies, including Rideshare, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, really, I mean, he's he's putting the final footage together. Um, in fact, Ryan Welty, Welty sent him a video today, too. He asked him for one because he's in North Carolina where another situation with Bigfoot had gone on. Tremaine's been all over this Bigfoot thing, so he made this other movie, too. He's had the side project going, and it's it's he's, like, doing final edits the next, like, three days. So, but he wanted this piece in there. So, cool. I said, I'll do it. I said, I'll pull it spontaneously at the end on him. <laughs> <laughs> And get their reactions. He said, "Perfect, man." So, um, yeah, it, it will not be on the Sacramento Bee. I hope it wasn't a problem that I used an actual paper. <laughs> They're gonna sue you now. Who's <laughs> gonna dub it, Jermaine? You're gonna have to blur out the Sacramento Bee part. <laughs> Just like scratch that. Let's do it all over again. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is the scary thing is, is Gary and I are like, that's not where usually they look for big. Me and Kim know where they look. That's the bad part. <laughs> right? Isn't he in Pacific? Northern Northwest, California, Northwest to me. I thought he was like a Washington uh, State. British Columbia thing. It's like Wyoming, yeah. Montana, like down to Northern California, maybe. I but I guess that's where his exit. That was Tremaine's Virginia. title too. I said you got to give me a a, an, a newspaper newspaper front front page article title, and he sent me legendary discovery: Bigfoot existence verified in Northern California. Oh you probably would have been like better with like South Carolina or something like that. Or... <laughs> oh no, I thought it was cool. Uh, but yeah, if nobody has a problem, you guys will all be in the credits. Ryan Welty's gonna be in the credits too. Um, so otherwise, he said I'll have to blur you out and mute you. <laughs> we'll be a blob. <laughs> you just can't like do him. Was AI over you. <laughs> you ruined it for him, Cam. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, that's that's a wrap. We'll all be back here next week, and um, we will have uh, a whole a plethora of topics. 
Is that a word? Is that used correctly? Yeah. I'm like, well, that's a big word you got going on. <laughs> yeah, that was used correctly. <laughs> yeah. A myriad, a plethora. <laughs> Both of them. You sounded great One until you had to like, confirm you used it right. You should just kept going on. Yeah. Waited to see if somebody called you out for it. <laughs> well, I was proud of myself for using it correctly. I was just double checking. <laughs> um, but guys, thanks for joining us tonight. I know we really didn't get over to the chat. Um, it's uh, it's just crazy having Gary back, and Tom's going to be here for the next couple weeks and whatnot. So um, coming up on the holidays, we're going to have some fun. We're going to do some fun topics. And uh, we'll see you back here next week, you guys. Hope uh, hope you guys hey, are earning out there. We're doing that Sunday fun day you sent me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let me put it up. I actually brought it in here today to put it up. <laughs> and that if you guys remember the rules of sunday fun day look it's just it's it's december 31st happens to be a sunday but it's just that's why i put the ele and that's why will ferrell's on there um you know it's not just go tropics it's uh everybody everybody love everybody can't come on unless you're practicing ele like no no being a jerk on sunday fun day we have too much fun there you go yes <laughs> so um, with that said, you guys, uh, we'll see you back here next week. Thanks for watching. Peace. Peace. Peace.